hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Speculation Cast, uh, where we speculate wildly about an upcoming TV show. Uh, my name's David, and my god, is there a long-running fantasy series that isn't going to be adapted into an entirely too-sexual series? Uh, and I'm Joe, and if I had them, I would tug my braids. My name's Harry, and it's time to spin the wheel of time. And spoiler alert, it's just every every option is a 200-page chapter that you don't need. <laughs> it's true. And that's just how, how it is. Just how it is, yeah. <laughs> that's just how it is. So this week, uh, we watched... We didn't watch anything, in fact. Uh, we watched the trailers <laughs> for uh, the upcoming uh, Wheel of Time series, which is coming out in a few days. Uh, I think in the UK, it's Amazon, but I couldn't tell you if it's an Amazon original. I think, I think it, it is. is. Yeah, I think, I think it, it is. is. It's a good thing. It's a good thing we did the bare minimum of research here into who's you producing might say it. None. Um, but this is based on the. Yeah, it's an Amazon uh, Amazon Prime original. Yeah. Yeah, this is based on the, and I'm going to use this term really loosely here, like critically acclaimed uh, fantasy series, epic fantasy epic series, epic fantasy series, <laughs> epic fantasy series. Thank you, Harry. Uh, by Robert Jordan, called The Wheel of Time. We will circle back to that in just one second, as we should really introduce Harry for the first time, uh, who is our resident Wheel of Time expert. Uh, <laughs> he 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 did his uh, Wheel of Time apprenticeship when he was a teenager, and now maybe 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 go to you, Harry, and you can tell us a little bit about your history with this series. Uh, so it all begins in a in a Waterstones uh, fantasy section, and actually David was there, and he was mad at me for having reread another series over again. So he said, "You need to read more books," and he said, "I've not read this, but it's supposed to be okay." And he handed me the Wheel of Time. How wrong I was. How, God, it's well, all Dave's fault. Jesus. It, so, really, all Dave's fault. Um, I read it, and then I proceeded to read the next uh, four, 13 books or so in, like, a year. And then, if that wasn't enough, I reread the first 10 books again a couple of years ago, just for, for fun, you know? Sadist. Yeah, Absolute madness! It's something like I, I figured it out once, and it's it's a disgusting amount of word count. It's millions and millions of words. It's yes, like eight hundred thousand pages or something death like that. Between it's about eight hundred fifty pages, I think. Sorry, it's about it's about fifteen thousand pages. I think the whole series. Um, yes. Which is so like kind of chapters. obscene, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's why we've got Harry on this week. Uh, before we jump into anything else, before we actually speculate about this upcoming series at all, uh, like one of the tropes of like a fantasy series is fucking stupid, like naming conventions, where like I assume all of these, and I I, I apologise uh, to any fantasy authors out there, but all of these like sweaty like basement dwelling nerds thinking like it's really cool to put like loads and loads of apostrophes in your words, like you know. Um, it's Alan here, and it's like that's great, but how how can anyone possibly pronounce that? And it's like him, Al. exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like Alan. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, well, well. Uh, there there is a character called Alan in this series, by the way. Uh, I'm not sure. I was just reading the glossary now. Uh, you know, Lan, which is one of the easier names to pronounce. Yes. Uh, in this series, Alan Mondragoran. It's Ah. Uh, Al, 
uh, ah, uh, apostrophe L-A-N, which you don't get in the book a lot because they just call him Lan. Uh, but yeah, there is an Alan in this book, and he's quite a major character, really. All, with all things say, or all, all, all I'm not gonna said. lie, thinking about him called Alan kind of ruins it. <laughs> it does a bit, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so we're gonna play a little game where I'm going to ask you about the pronunciation of a word uh, or a name in this series, uh, and then you, Harry's gonna go first as the sort of premier expert on the Wheel of Time series. And Joe, you're going to come in last. And then I'm going to make fun of the both of you when you invariably get it wrong. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. So here's one that I pronounce differently in my head every time I read the book than the um, glossary tells me it is pronounced. Now, this is the order of like um, female sorcerers like uh, that, gotcha. we, that we meet. Yeah. Um, so those are, it's two words, and I want you. that's the pronunciation I want. Uh, I, I've always read it as a sedai. I think I've always gone Aes Sedai. It's Aes Sedai. Um, and I would always, I've always just pronounced it as 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 Sedai or Aes Sedai. Like, it, it seems yeah. the pronunciation is a lot longer. Like, you pronounce a lot more of the sounds than I would. Maybe. The, the silent, we, invisible apostrophe. Maybe we're just like. Um, like doing our Yorkshire accents because uh, this is a full Yorkshire episode. Uh, <laughs> our Yorkshire accents for this like fantasy series. Uh, um, exactly. So here's a fun one: um, the village wisdom from Eamonsfield. Uh, and there's two names here. If we can remember the first and last names, I've got the first name, and I, it's definitely wrong. I have always read it as Nynaeve. I was the same, Nynaeve. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, there's an important distinction it. here. I think Harry said Nynaeve with an M. Oh, I said an N. Oh, N-eve. well, maybe I'm just wrong here. I would always have said, I always pronounced it Nynaeve, like Maeve, like Nymave in my head. Uh, but it's actually an N. It's Nynaeve. Yeah, I um, said Nynaeve. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, let me find almost anything else here. Uh, this game hasn't been as fun as I hoped so far. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves while I find something. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad I'm glad David did the prep work. I thought he could play this game. <laughs> really, really yeah, paid I, off. I, I, yeah, really. Has, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess quality. the other thing, kind of to like to, to to mention about the the Wheel of Time. Obviously, you know, we've had a lot of fantasy episodes and series kind of come to the fore with kind of Game of Thrones started it off. Um, yeah, and then we had the Elder Scrolls briefly, though I believe that's now not the Elder Scrolls. The um, what's it called? The Terry Brooks one. They they the were Swords of Shannara. Yeah, yeah I never actually I watched now, those, and I haven't. I think they've books. now been cancelled. To be honest, um, yeah, it didn't look um, good. Um, uh, and then I think yeah. Lord of the Rings, and again I think it's going to be on yeah, Amazon. Amazon, Amazon is sort of. Pushing um, a lot of this, they just did June, just got released. Yes, did it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the film. Um, yeah, so it, it's kind of something that's kind of increasing in popularity. Um, so I just assume of the the wild financial success of Game of Thrones, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but then then they go and make the worst one, the Terry Brooks series, the Shannara series, and it's just which it seemed to disappear, really, didn't it? Like it was yeah. there, and then I mean, it was kind I of, it wasn't. 
I just kind of saw clips of it and it looked cheap as hell. And yeah. Just really poorly made. But this, also... I mean, this being Amazon Prime, um, it does probably suggest it's got like a bit more financial backing than those than that did. Yeah. So potentially, it just seems like even compared to Game of Thrones, it seems like a really heavy investment to like. Invariably, this can't possibly run fourteen seasons. Like, and mm, Game of Thrones couldn't do eight. You know, like I just. It's gonna have to gonna really have to either like get through a lot of this stuff and do it in less time, mm-hmm. or in fifteen years when the series ends, it's gonna really have like taken its toll. On, Half the uh, cast has died of old age, you know. Yeah. Well, they've already they've already recast one of them, I think, for the second season. I think the guy who plays Matt Cawthon, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his surname. I have no idea. I believe Cawthorn? so. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the one who plays Matt in the first season, I believe, has been replaced ahead of season two. Already, I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah, um, and I don't think they've released the reason for it, or they hadn't last checked. Died. <laughs> the guy's still uh, he going. Didn't, he didn't die, Harry. I think he just there was probably like a contract or something or other. Yeah. Um, in my game, I think what I've done is I picked up the very first book, um, yeah. which actually, in terms of Fewer like characters. unpronounceable names, yeah, unpronounceable names, isn't too bad. I think when the um, God, what are the names? The the big evil guys from across the ocean. The the Sean Sean Chan. Sean Chan, whatever. Again, I don't have that glossary in front of me. Once they introduce those characters, like from across the ocean. I've got the uh, on the bookshelf outside your room. There's the the sort of like companion. The companion book. It is, but I am not like. Dissling tangling myself from my recording studio Fair to go enough. and get it. Um, there was one though that's like completely differently pronounced. Uh, the half men, the fades, if we remember the name for those and how to pronounce it. Oh, uh, is that the Murdral? Is that them? Anything further on Murdral, Joe? Nope. <laughs> Which actually, actually appears to not be far off, Harry. It's Murdral. It's got a lot oh, of A's okay. in there. Um, but I reading it, it was always just Mydral, like not Murdral, Mydral. Well, Murdral makes more sense from a murder point of view. Um, I was I think mer, the pr- like merman, mermaid. That's very true. That's very true. You know. And there are some easier ones in there, like uh, oh, the one we didn't do was um, Eggween. Uh, if I can find Egwenny, Egwenny. Uh, I just called it Eugene. It can't think. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> just, I was like, I can't. Every time I looked at it, I was like, Eugene. It's so stupid, isn't it? Uh, yeah. For some um, reason, it's not in here. <laughs> How bizarre! Why isn't that in the glossary? She's a she's um, a woman, you know. She doesn't. If we're being honest, Elaine is in there. Nynaeve sure, is in there. Moraine can't is in have there. Too many women, you know. Well, uh, Robert Jordan would generally uh, support that, unless unless they're in love with the main character. In which case, we get like lots of them, and they're all lovely, sexy as shit. A lovely little, not even a triangle, a square. Um. It's like a yeah, like a love square. No, it's not quite a square. It's more like a, it's more like a love pyramid scheme. Yes. <laughs> With Rand right at the top, and then all these women right at the, the bottom. Top. Yeah, tippity yeah. Top. right yeah. at the tippy top because he's and a man. Him yeah. ignoring every single one of them. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and then it gets so, to the point where they're all just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, cool, for, I'm cool with this. I'm down for this. Yeah, I'm down for this. Yeah, you're down for and this. Then, Great. Yeah, we can share this, man. And they're all like, oh, look, we're all pregnant. It gets, re- it gets really weird. We should say, uh, I'm not sure we've said yet if anyone's still listening to this shit show. Um, <laughs> we will be spoiling definitely the first book and probably the ending as well. Uh, but but probably not a lot of the end. middle books because we can't remember them very well. Um, there's bits. There's bits that stick out. Yeah, but but yeah. in an attempt to to sort of give us a plot summary of such, which is what we usually do on an episode, Harry, um, yes. I was going to read the blurb, and I'm going still going to, but it is shockingly bad. <laughs> there is a world of light and shadow where good and evil wage eternal war. Mm. It is the world of the Wheel of Time, the greatest fantasy epic ever written. The Wheel of Time turns and ages come and go, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth returns again. But one truth yet remains, and what moral men forget, the Aes Sedai do not. What was, what will be, and what is, may yet fall under the shadow. Um, that is the blurb of this book, which tells you sweet F-A. F- Absolutely um, nothing. So... Which one of you is going to jump in and give me an actual plot summary of what happens in this first book, broadly? Uh, I it, It's been a while since I read them, so I did briefly read a synopsis of the first book before it started. Um, you've got your three sort of main male characters. Obviously, you know, they're the first main characters at the beginning. Um, they're in the home village. Creepy man, shadowy figure on horse foretelling doom you or whatever and then uh you've got the mysterious figure of moraine and lan appear uh and and they're also celebrating the coming of spring festival which i believe they call bell time anyway um on that night there's a trollic attack which are half men half they're orcs basically they're kind of orcs for the intents and purposes there was a lot of big horns. Yeah, you know, they say yeah. that a lot. Like it, it changes. Not to derail you, Harry, but it changes. Like when Sanderson takes over, he makes a point of actually describing what Trollocs look like because Robert Jordan has neglected to do so for four books. Um, he spent so long. He, he had to work out. And he had to sit to, and he spent yeah. it all like well, he. No, he had to. Talk, and he had to really, really tell us about everyone's bosoms and how tight all the dresses were and how good looking all of these witches <laughs> well, were. Yeah. Um, so much of those books are that, but um, Brandon, Brandon Sanderson makes a point of like describing them like they're some of them have got like bear heads or hawk heads or like goat horns or like so they're yes. basically like they're all they're orcs essentially is the idea they're kind of like they're made rather than born and they're kind of just like yes. the minions of evil. Um, so you know, like your typical thousands. like fantasy fair like mindless you know hordes of evil. Yeah. Uh, and they're led by the half-men, the Myrdral, usually have one of them driving them on. Uh, anyway, they attack, um, and yada, 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 and then Moraine and Lan convince the three, Matt, Perrin, and Rand, that uh, they're after them, and that the safest thing for them to do is hightail it off to, and I can't remember where they're going to. Tarvalon. Carvalon, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Although they they don't get there. No. Spoiler alert: they don't go for ages. Uh, 
Anyway, they're off. They very quickly become... Uh, they're being dogged on their journey by the Trollocs and the Halfmen, and... The, the three don't, don't the the three women accompany them as well because they're going to go train. So don't yeah. So uh, there's only two. There's only two yet. of them, aren't there? Two. So uh, Edwin does come also because she's just there, and they're like. It can't possibly oh, be Edwin, by the way. Can Edwin. It? <laughs> this is why I just called it Edwin. I don't know, like. The name is we're, pronounced E G W E N E. It's got to be. Egwene or Egwenny, and I think I think it's probably Egwenny because that's the stupidest sounding name I could possibly imagine. What about Edwene? Edwene is a bit stupider. Well, Egwenny, Egwenny just happens to be there. Nynaeve actually catches up with them at their next stop, a small city to get to, and she's sent. As the village wisdom at the ripe old age of like twenty one, telling all these actual like old people what to do and what not, and they just do it. Tugging braids, smoothing skirts. Exactly, being like, I'm in charge. Uh, anyway, she catches up to uh, take the four uh, escapees home. She like, must come home to the village. Uh, they say no. She goes, fine. I'll I'll come with you to make sure you're safe because. <laughs> She has skills, question mark, that would allow her to do that. Um, mad skills. Mad skills. Uh, so they continue on their journey, um, and they end up taking refuge in an abandoned city that uh, is under the influence of this sort of nameless uh, evil. It begins with an M. Yeah, the big evil city. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shadar Logroth. Yes, or Logoth, Shadar Logoth. Again, yeah, I think exactly. with, I think the pronunciation train has left the station, Harry. I think we're okay. Oh yeah, whatever we want, whatever we want. Uh, to go there, they think they're safe because even the Trollocs and the Midral don't want to come in to the city because of the evil. Uh, but they do, cause they do. Um, and they get split up in the city. Uh, obviously, the three boys ignore all the warnings, and some they meet a stranger in this abandoned city. They follow him. He's like, "Oh, if you do me this favor, I'll give you everything you want—riches, whatever." Um, they start trying to help him, and then obviously, it turns out to be that this is like the physical embodiment of this evil. Uh, they get away. Moraine comes in, does some magic, weaves some magic, um, and then uh, they actually get split up. So when they leave the city, I believe it's Matt Rand and a character I forgot to introduce called Tom, who they met at the last city. Who's like Thom. a Tom? I just called him Tom. I called him Tom. <laughs> yes. Just Tom. T H. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Silent. Tom. To hom, to hom, to hom, um, to army. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they yet yeah, go on, and then it's Moraine, Lan, and the two girls and Perrin. No, it's Moraine, Lan, uh, Nynaeve. They're on a group, and then it's Perrin, Edwin. They're in a separate group, and on their way to the next place, they meet. Elias, 
who can talk to wolves. Always fun. Uh, and he conveniently goes, hey, bro, you know you can talk to wolves too? To Perrin. And Perrin's like, shut up, no, I can't. The fact that he uh, like spends 200 bucks trying to ignore, yes. Oh, exactly. dude, so... The build-up is like... My problem with Perrin is he's too... He's a bit self-righteous, you know, get over it. Get over well, yourself. Let's, I'll tell you what, Harry, because, like, I think... Like, essentially, it's just a lot of, like, hero journeying, isn't it, the first book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all... Like, it's largely just... Splitting up, coming back, this happens, this happens, yada, yada. They finally the beat end. the Targaryens and find... Catch the golden <laughs> snitch, throw it in Mount Doom, find Aslan and ride him to safety. Yeah. Absolutely, Joe. Uh, needs more Aslan this series. Um, it does. But uh, let's maybe talk about the characters a little bit, like because um, you mentioned most of them, Harry. There, so yeah. Randall Thor, I think, might have the trophy for least engaging protagonist in any series yes. ever written. He has his moments, but they're few and far between, and there's a lot of trash to wade through. Well, there's a lot of tropey stuff, isn't there? Like, like he's like this unwilling, like he refuses the hero's call. He doesn't want. He's just a farmer, um, yeah. and you know, then he becomes a master swordsman seemingly overnight. Uh, Literally, by the end of the first book. Really. By the end of the first book, he's a pretty dope he, swordsman. He went. He went from being all right with a bow and a farmer. To yeah, pretty dope swordsman. Like pretty immediately um, as well. And I guess I guess we should also say who's playing them in the series. So it's Joshua Stradovsky. So. <laughs> I hadn't thought in- that was important, but yes, Joe, that is that is a, a valid point to um, yeah. to list. Um, so it's Joshua. I'm going to guess that it's Joshua Stradovsky or Stradowski, who is a Dutch a- actor. Um, apparently, he's known for his role as Joris in the Dutch film. It's unpronounceable. I am um, quite behind on my uh, Dutch cinema, to be honest, Joe, so that doesn't ring a bell. Um, Yeah, I've never heard of him, just to be clear. You've got Rand, you've got Matt and Perrin, who are kind of like the other two likely lads. Uh, Matt is is played by Barney Harris in season one. Season two, he has been replaced. Um, Perrin is played by Marcus Rutherford, both of whom... Who could possibly say it's kind of one of those series, isn't it, where like nobody's that recognisable in it? They've kind of gone for like not known, I guess. Cheap, 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 cheap. cheap. Mm -hmm. So they can spend all their money on special effects. Exactly, and also you like you're casting kids as well. I guess like it's difficult to cast somebody when they're a teenager. Um, So Matt is kind of like the. you know the gambler drinking carousing like funny guy although he becomes dead mopey no Perrin becomes dead mopey Matt still becomes mopey he's like no Joe you don't don't even you don't even know Joe Perrin Perrin Perrin, but he's still mopey from from the first book to the very last book he is like he is a manically depressed blacksmith is his official (laughs) designation Uh, but Blacksmith's Apprentice, I would like to say. Yeah, but, but but Matt spends the entire time just complaining about how he wants to go home and he's he's not included in this. And... No, no, he gets to a point where he's just like, hey, hang on, I'm like just gambling and whoring and fighting and I'm suddenly good at that. And then he's having a great time and then he does get embroiled in some politics and he doesn't particularly care for that, but... 
What's that we go? You know, but Perrin goes from being a whiny, like, oh, I just want to be a blacksmith's apprentice, to that, but who also can talk to wolves, to that who marries a noble's daughter who he doesn't like at first at all, uh, and who is frequently described as looking like a hawk. But every time she comes onto the scene, it's like, oh, oh with a big hawk nose. <laughs> Why do we care? We said it once. We don't need to do it again. There's a lot of that uh, where yeah. um, Jordan kind of like has these uh, like running things, running gags. Like one of them is that uh, Perrin and, and Rand and Matt are all like, "Oh, I wish I was good with women like Rand." And Rand's like, "God, I wish I was good with women like Matt." And Matt's like, "God, I wish I was good with women yeah. like Perrin." Like, and they have all of that. And plus Perrin was like, the... "God, I wish I was just back in the smith in the smithy." Yeah, yeah. Like, I just wish and I was a blacksmith. Jordan is again. totally obsessed with this guy's beard as well. He cannot stop talking about it. Um, he describes it. It's a luscious black beard. He develops curly. golden eyes. Curly, exactly. yeah. Curly. He sounds like a very handsome chap, you know. But it's nothing compared to the way he talks about the female characters. So you've got Ooh, um, yeah. Egwene or um, Edwin or Egwene. Played <laughs> uh, by Madeline Madden. Madeline Madden, um, any relation to John Madden? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> she, she's Australian. She's been in things like Dora and the Lost City of Gold. You mean the Dora the Explorer live action film? Yeah. Have you done an episode on that yet? <laughs> we, we have not. Uh, we'll <laughs> Next, week. On the docket. Um, Next week. Next week. Stay tuned, and folks. She is, and we're not going into loads of detail about these characters, but she is the uh, daughter of the, like, the mayor of Eamonsfield, isn't she? And he's also the innkeeper. I think he's also, well, yeah, it's a small town area. Everyone's yeah. got to have a lot of hats, you know? I would um, say village, but yes. You've got Nynaeve, who is the village wisdom, um, yeah. which... Play, played by Zoe Robbins, um, who is one of the Power Rangers in the Ninja Steel series, apparently. Oh, well, there you go. A, better, a bona fide Power Ranger. Uh, in the books, Nynaeve is kind of the naggy, slightly older, um, irritating... Um, full of character flaws, woman. Uh, who who mm. we kind of get. Uh, you've got uh, Elaine, who comes in later on. Um, I don't know if she's in the first season, Joe. Is she? She uh... is in. She's in book one. Uh, they meet uh, about two thirds of the way through. Don't have um, her on here, but I'm sure. Maybe she, she obviously doesn't Cameron. come into the series until a bit later on. But she's kind of like she's a prince. She's your fantasy princess. The heir uh, apparent to the heir apparent. So, so the, the <laughs> exactly. one, you, the biggest one you haven't mentioned, probably the only real recognisable actor or actress in this um, is Moraine, um, who's played yeah. by Rosamund Pike. Yeah, that's a, that's a person who we know as an actress. Yes, um, award-winning actress. Award-winning, uh, yeah. maybe even You've for this show. Like although one or two names. You know. Yeah, um, and the, I, don't, I know Lan is in the uh, in the first episode as well. Like he's a yes, he's Daniel, a, they've gone Daniel Henny for a sort of uh, kind of like samurai look. From yeah, the he's like he's an Asian man. He's playing him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Daniel Henny who has been in Criminal Minds. He's probably the biggest thing he's been in by the looks of it. Um, X Men Origins. It's- I suppose it's easy to say these are a bunch of nobodies, but I guess like even looking back at Game of Thrones, apart from Sean Bean, everyone in that was a nobody. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. so it'd be interesting to see how this well the series does. Um, should we maybe talk about the trailer a little bit, if we yeah. recall it? 
Because the one thing we haven't really mentioned at all is the the magic in the Wheel of Time series. Sort of, it, it, it is quite it, weaving like strands of mm-hmm. the source of power mm-hmm. in various ways. And we should say is uh, should say as well that the so the, the the male half of this power has been tainted by the Dark One. Sadin. Sadin. I get them confused. Sadin um, and Sadar. Sadar being the female half. Yeah. So males that actually can um, reach into this power tend to go mad and have to be captured and basically like held prisoner or killed or whatever. Just killed. They just get killed. killed. Yeah, they can yeah. just you know take them out back like old Yeller. You know, like um, chickens. Yeah. Uh, they do. They do like to parade. To parade them. To be like, look what we caught. Look what we caught. There's a lot of what are called yeah. false dragons. Uh, Rand is yes. the actual dragon reborn, but there's a lot of yes. false dragons. That's actually how the first book finishes. Yeah, that sentence. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, um, but we so, get a lot of like this, this the ta- the the White Tower is kind of like the uh, this cabal of of which is the AS uh, Sedai. Who are kind of yeah. like this. Um, and ro- again, Robert Jordan fucking loves this room full of sexy, ageless women. Hmm. Um, and it's it's one of the worst yeah. tropes in the book. Actually, it's kind of like this. Um, it's almost like a school, isn't it? Like a school for people who can use magic and yeah but they're all ageless so they they all look the same and they essentially are the power behind every throne and kingdom because they're because they hold the keys to magic like yeah we'll give you these advisors and we'll tell them what to do and they'll tell you what to do sort of a thing Um, and moraine in the series is one of these as sedai yes um, and they're kind of like a recurring theme in the books. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to the first season, actually, of this TV show a little bit, because it's maybe kind of the best part of the books. That initial sort of like the pace is quite fast in the first book. To be <laughs> compared fair. to the rest of them, compared yeah. to well, they're the just going like around it. doing things. Like yeah. a lot of the later books are like Rand is empire building, and it's like, well, this is it focuses really a lot on like him fulfilling the really weird. Specific parts of the prophecies found. He becomes he, he, quite like in, in the first in few in the first few books. He almost does it like by accident. He's unwilling to like accept yeah, yeah. he's the dragon. Yeah. So he's like wandering around. I'm not the dragon. Off, and then he'll accidentally become from, the dragon and fight Dark One. Yeah, from when he captures uh, the Stone of Tear. I can't remember what book that is. That tends to be where he's like three. He's I think it. he That's goes there. Three, I think he goes there specifically because he's read the prophecy that says yeah. The Dragon yeah. Reborn will, you know, because then he heads uh, to that place. What is it? Vidian, Vidian, that place in the desert. Um, uh, oh, where the Ale live. Yeah, yeah. Who? Oh, Ail, by my the way. That's bit, uh, a- Ail. the pronunciation e- is I I Eel. 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 The Ale. Ale. The Ale. Which I think was my favourite. Like, sort of. I liked the Ale. It, it was fun. Um, but I guess we haven't mentioned that this is kind of like the whole point of the book is that um, that the world is there's this wheel of time and so that everything's bound to repeat itself and the kind of like the whole world's locked in this like endless wheel where they go round and round and round and round and the whole like pivot of the books is that um, there's this the dark one there's the big evil guy and basically like there will be a battle where he will escape from wherever he's being held prisoner and they'll have some you know someone the dragon will have to fight him and this has happened before and it will happen again 
but like so the kind of the whole book is leading up to that uh which is possibly the tropiest like um a <laughs> high fantasy um trope you can possibly epic fantasy trope you can possibly imagine uh it's just short of like frodo throwing that ring into the into the volcano it's it's, that's a, it's it's another thing that like he really loves the idea of this wheel like you get loads of like you know the wheel weaves as the wheel wills and stuff like that there's yeah. always comments he, he fucking loves that wheel um yeah and there's quite a lot of like especially in the later books the first books aren't so bad for it but where he he'll like have a, a flashback when he starts introducing the uh, Aes Sedai who were sided with the Dark One during the Age of Legends who have now come back thousands of years later and when it's their flashbacks it's quite a lot of like the chosen parallels yeah yeah uh, and the first epilogue if I'm not mistaken it's actually from Lewis Theron Telemann's perspective at the end of the Louis Theroux Louis <laughs> Theroux actually <laughs> Louis Theroux's Wild Weekends that man that man gets everywhere <laughs> he does you know it's a fantastic episode so you telling me um, that if I went in there I would have to fight the Dark One and somehow save the world yes baffling <laughs> Um, it is that like it's kind of an impossible thing. The books, the first book's pretty good, and some of the later ones as well that that don't that meander a little bit. And we have our little like mini adventure. Is it book three where they go to Falm? Um, and like the the end of the book is um, the blowing this like legendary horn of Valir. Might yes. be book four. Um, that's a fun like story where book, book four is when they go to Ridian or Ridian, whatever you want to call it, and meet the the ale. Oh, it might be three then, but like it's the, the it's at its best when we're kind of like having these self-contained adventures. So maybe the yeah. series will try and focus on that a little bit um, because we do get a lot of like you know a lot of tropey sort of like oh they're just farm boys and they're out in the world and they're doing this and we have you know like a, I know Randon Matt they they're singing at inns and things and that's always fun. Yeah. Um, so we'll get some of that in this series. And Tom, that's like a kind of like a, a magician type character, isn't he? I guess. Yeah, he's like a performer. Like a gleeman yeah. is the word they use, but he's like a he's like a you know a performer basically. He's like a you know street performer. But I suppose before TV, you, you know, that was a decent career. Um, are there any tropes that you cannot wait to see, or really are going to despise seeing on the television? I'm sure pretty much all of them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. The one I hate, the two I hate, um, that you probably haven't come across yet, quite yet, Joe, is the um, the two rivers having the only people in the entire wide world with longbow technology. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're a miniaturized uh, England. They are miniaturized England. Uh, <laughs> They're the Whatever only people is... with uh, with these two rivers bows, as they call them. Uh, yeah. They're basically long bows. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, if only we had more of those!" And it's like, god, "Yes, well, I'm fairly sure. I'm fairly sure the hundred years war like... proved conclusively that this was a poor idea." Like you could understand if if, if it was like difficult technology, but it, it's literally yeah. a piece of wood with a string. Yeah, it is. But it, this is a that... world, Joe, where they also have crossbows. Yeah. And then later on, later on, one of the main characters, like for a laugh on a Thursday night or whatever, invents gunpowder. Good. 
It's what you need. For really. a laugh, Joe, in the fucking second to last book, one of the characters is like, well, what if we had cannons? And then they make what, cannons. Uh, yeah. What if we What if we took... Because they have fireworks. Apparently they have fireworks in this world, but they're just a toy. Just a bit of fun, eh? And like he's like, what if we took this explosive firepower and used it as explosive firepower? We... Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind yeah. and enemy blown. It's... Um, it's quite astounding, and I kind of hope that's what yeah. I really hope they tone down for the series. Is maybe the like because the Wheel of Time series is a bit of like um, a bloated mess in terms of the way it's written and in terms of like how meandering it can be and how tropey it can be. That's my um, biggest issue is it with the, is the pacing. It's just like yeah. it, it takes like over a thousand pages to move what seems like three days. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Unless it's one of these things where the I'm sure if you love it, <laughs> well, if you true. really love every second of it, like it's an absolute blast. But if you don't, it's like, oh. I mean, the, the thing I guess uh, to say about the series in general, it kind of makes it more approachable for people because you know there'll be a lot of people who are sat there like you know love fantasy and would love to read the Wheel of Time, but you know what is it, fourteen books altogether, and all of them like eight hundred pages plus. Like there'll be a lot of people looking yeah. at them and going like, I just cannot commit That's to that. Too much. Yeah. So yeah. whereas like having this just makes it kind of more available. So you and know, it if makes it works sense out, for right, Amazon. For Amazon to buy it as well. I will say that it looks pretty good. I think the the, the visuals yeah. look pretty good in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like the way the magic is visualized. Um, yeah. And because I can't remember that first book almost at all, um, I guess it'll be like a little adventure to see what happens uh, in this first episode. Is it an hour long? Do we know? I um, think so. Yeah. I think they are. I yeah. think they're hour long yeah. episodes. Although the new yeah. thing is like all the episodes are different lengths. That seems to be the new sort of. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't. I prefer uh, a set in stone format that we stick to rigidly for TV shows like that. That's no. my opinion. Nowadays, Harry, like, do you remember where well, you won't have seen Picard, but there were 10 episodes of that, and some of them are 40 minutes long, and some of them are an hour and a half long, and or anywhere in between? Oh. Uh, because it's all like streaming TV, they don't need to sit between adverts or fit into a schedule, so there's no need to fit stick to that sort of like 42 minute TV program or 21 minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see it um, and I think maybe if you guys are up for it or possibly if Harry's audio is even remotely listen- listenable to uh, we could watch the first episode and do like a like a miniature review like a what did we think are we going to watch more etc I'll, I'll probably I'm a sucker I'll watch as much as they make well you read all the books Harry in some quick succession Twice, to be fair yeah. and the only reason and, you did was because you would reread the David Eddings two David Eddings series so many times that the books yes. have basically turned and to dust. Yeah, I've actually re- I actually read. I can't even remember what his name is. It's the most ridiculous name for a main character ever. It's the other series. Sparrowhawk. Sparhawk. 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 I don't no, know. It's just Sparhawk. One of those. Yeah. Either way, it's a fucking stupid name for a main <laughs> character. Yeah, um, and it's funny, isn't it? Because you would have thought that, like the the, the Belgariad especially, like you'd have thought that would be ripe for making a TV show out of, and also they could oh, probably yeah. get it quite cheap. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't I know the reasons that. for not, but I guess I don't know. I don't I know whether they were maybe probably, looking at the Wheel of Time and they were seeing that there's more there to more work like with. Mainstream appeal. Yeah, in yeah. the Wheel of Time, because yeah. it is possibly. Uh, I think probably series. it's just like 
especially because Robert Jordan died and so somebody else had to finish the books like it's probably easy to get the rights when you're not having to deal with the author and so yeah. they're not going to be involved I think there's a lot to be said about the mainstream thing as well because like David Eddings while it's known within the fantasy I don't think people outside of that yeah. I wouldn't say it's like entry level for someone who's yeah. not already in the fantasy yeah realm. and it's it's so simple I don't know how Although good a TV say, series it would make I would honest. say actually like let's use Game of Thrones as the measuring stick here I would say Game of Thrones was even more obscure than like the Wheel of Time when that was bought. It was, but I think it lends itself better to a TV series than. Oh no, totally, totally. Um, I just um, think that like, Game of Thrones was a bit more sellable to the mass yeah. markets because there was was a bit less of the magic. It was more intrigue, yeah. politics, and sort of like medieval. Yeah, that's basically what it was. It was just yeah. like I think like he he described it and said it's like the Wars of the Roses, but like with more than two sides effectively yeah. you know that's yeah. what it was there was and obviously there was things kind of came later on there was kind of magic and that sort of a thing but it wasn't like really to the fore necessarily until you get the it wasn't like and... the main part of it or even the driving force for the no. bulk of the TV show yeah um, no so. not at all um, so yeah I guess that I guess that kind of covers us really um, hopefully I wasn't too rambly um, but <laughs> probably, probably it, less rambly well, than any Robert Jordan I was going to say it kind of fits, you know. Yeah, and God, rambled his I, way through fourteen books. I'm really glad they didn't do the ageless face thing, which I was reading about, by the way, because uh, it's a big thing mm. in the books how all these women have got ageless faces. It's like, well, one of the main things is the ageless face, and they don't know it's heart or cold. Yeah, it's like they're two main. But the ageless face lie. is never really well described in the book because it's not like. Like later on, our cat. Some of our characters are like, "Oh, you're not real, Aes Sedai, because you look young." So obviously, ageless doesn't mean they look young. But basically, no. uh, when they're making the series, they were like, "We can't afford the budget, a bu- the, the makeup budget, to make all these women look ageless," which is a no. thing that they would have to define, and it probably have to be like a prosthetic or something. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, they basically yeah. decided it would look either silly or it'd be too expensive to do. So, I think um, Moraine will just be should just be a normal looking <laughs> woman, which is kind of yeah. nice. From the trailer, uh, that's what it looks like, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, um, the whole series is like that, and they can cut out like some of the worse, you know, tropey bits. Tropey bits uh, on the makeup prosthetics. I was reading about uh, how they did the Trollocs. Because uh, obviously the whole thing in the Trollocs, and they have carried it to TV shows. Every single one's different. You got one who's got the face of a hawk. Uh, so what they were doing is they've done like they used ten people for all the Trollocs, and they just it was just about the way they attach the horns, uh, and they have different configurations so they can make it look like there's thirty plus Trollocs from just yeah. these ten. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and I just thought that was interesting, the way they went about it. Interesting from a production point of view, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. it's what they had to do, isn't it? Um, because they couldn't afford to pay, like, 50 yeah. guys and also build 50 yeah. I think it's more the building 50. I think you can pay mm-hmm. a guy, like, for not a lot well, of yeah. building. They, <laughs> yeah, David, David, Dave, David do it for nothing. <laughs> I'd do it for uh, what packed minimum or whatever it is. Um, absolutely. Uh, but... Uh, we'll watch this on Friday and I suppose uh, form our opinions there. Um, <laughs> yes. And thanks for coming on, Harry, and hopefully you'll come back for the it's, for the review it's episode. It's okay. <laughs> How gracious of you. 
it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'm doing your favour. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Sam was really glad to have missed this, as he's neither read the books or probably has any intention of watching the series. <laughs> he, 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 oh, has a, I, he has a lot I of bio. imagine Sam would yeah. get two to maybe four pages in and just be like, I'm going to burn this entire series. I don't own it yet. I'm going to buy it, and then I'm going to burn no. it. Do you know what the worst thing is, Harry? What he'd do, and that he's done this before, when he'd lend in the first book, he would read the first two chapters, tell us how good it was, yep. put the book down, not only lose the book, but forget entirely having read it or having been lent it, <laughs> deny all knowledge of ever saying it was good, and just be like, what? How many books of yours has he lost, Joe, uh, misplaced, enough. and then denied yeah. all knowledge of ever what's, hearing what's, what's about? What's the Wheel of Time? You've never told me about this. Shut up, Sam. Wheel of Time? He read, the first, your... he read Robert, the first two uh, chapters Robert... of Assassin's Apprentice, Harry. Michael Scott Rohan. Which, yeah. by the way, how dare he do that to Robin Hobb? I know. I know. And he spent how days saying how great it was. He asked Dave for a recommendation. Dave recommended it. Spent the first like two, three days saying oh, how great it is, and then like never heard anything again. And Dave was like, "How are you getting on with it?" And he's like, oh, I, I, "I don't know." On with what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He is, he is absolutely diabolical. Um, so, so Wheel of Time is just not going to be. Sam's, uh, Sam's he doesn't. Bag, he doesn't really. have that that much time to put towards reading fourteen books and. Not only that, Joe, but he and... actively judges us for using our time to do these things, um, yeah. which yeah. I think is is a bit um, hypocritical. Uh, so we'll get the fuck out of here, and we'll be back with a review episode next week. So uh, you you better be watchable, Amazon Prime. Um, or just be not so objectionable that I have to turn it off I'm expecting like early Game of Thrones or better you know like season 1 Game of Thrones which was a bit rough but okay I don't know that's quite a high bar yeah. though to be fair that's quite a high bar but I we're after Game of Thrones Joe, so like I feel like The Witcher which is fine The like, Witcher was not... pretty good I'd take The Witcher yeah I'd take The Witcher yeah something like that where you know because that is a bit more fantasy magic you know that level, I'm totally fine with. Absolutely. Well, here's hoping. The wheel weaves and the wheel wills, uh, and the apparently that means the wheel wills, yeah, or whatever. Uh, that means <laughs> that we'll be back here next week doing the same thing, and every week therein until uh, I think it's nine what's episodes. the word? Until until Tear Al Gaimon. I've heard it both ways. Uh, yeah, who knows? At this point, who knows? <laughs> Pronunciation, you failed me again! <laughs> <laughs>